It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. And the man who always starts at 11 on Jim's ridiculous rating system, Murray. That's right. (laughs) Yes, he does. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back, Ragers. Uh, Thanks, Bryce, for bringing us in. And this, I just love this tin. I'm sorry. People could just be sitting in there uh, listening to their Walkmans. Is that a thing? Walkmans? I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. iPod, I iPod Nanos. Listen to their iPod Nanos. I got, my, iPod, I got my iPod Classic still in, in uh, circulation. There so. you go. Maybe someone's got a Nano, and they could just be like in their car going, I'm listening to Phil Mage's music. Yeah, you can fill like 10 songs on a Nano. Yeah, it's the best. Um, so, just going to do a quick agenda check in here. We're going to do uh, movies we saw last week. We're going to do movies that are coming out. Uh, then we're going to be doing um, some streaming, uh, Open Rage from the two of us, Merman Minute. We're going to talk about uh, potentially some submissions on the Undoubted and the Mesmerized list if some of the people here did their jobs. And maybe if there's a Doubted, who knows? Uh, the new segment, Rage or Dare. We're going to find out whether or not uh, me and Mer got to make Bryce rage. Yeah. Yeah. And then RMM and the Merrill closed off. So that, That's a lot of show. That's a lot of show. I mean, let's see if we can uh, we can get it done in less than an hour, but probably not. <laughs> so, what did we see last week? You know, last week we tried so hard, so hard to find something in mainstream cinema to watch, and I did my part by not seeing any of the shit that came out that and was in mainstream cinema. I ended up going to one of them. Okay, well, we'll, you can, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I, we I, will. I'm not saying I'm happy about it. Well, I, I told you not to. So You did, and I should have listened. Yep, like you always should. Uh, so yeah. we, one of the, <laughs> Well, <laughs> I did... I kind of did pick the second movie we're going to talk about tonight. And yes, that you was, did. Yeah, but that, that's because nothing else was playing. And well, was the, sec- the second film you're going to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, so, The Raven and the Seagull. Oh, let's start with something good. Yes, we want to get, get off on a good, good foot here. I like it. Yeah, so I can't say enough about how much I love this film. So good. So good. This is a doc out of Greenland. It was super short, though. I wanted it to go on for another hour. It only went for like an hour. Yeah. I was like totally surprised. So the director is Lasse Lau Stars. And it cool started a bunch of Greenlandians. It did. Yeah. Tons. So, you know, they're... Um, Greenland is obviously a very special place, and the world is quite large, obviously. And um, when you go, if you go Google uh, Greenland and start learning a little bit about it, the, the the Greenlandians are still the majority of power in in there. And it you got the impression through it, it was a real political statement. This this movie was a very political statement, with just the right amount of sense of humor. Like yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's what I, I love this doc, and it was it was entertaining, informative, it was funny, and it was beautifully shot oh too. yeah like, i mean you couldn't you like, couldn't really go wrong though. no it's showing the landscape of greenland really, yeah but. like it's just so beautiful and like you could probably just turn the sound off on oh, this yeah. and actually just 
just watch the scenery go by. Yeah. I mean, there's so many little tiny subtle humors, and and you know what? That's the that's the um, humor of a lot of Aboriginal people that I know. Yeah. Um, that they're just so subtle with their humor, but they're so quick and so smart. Yeah. That it's, you, you it's kind pretty, of it's pretty dry, but it's yeah. so funny. But yeah, <laughs> actually, just to give a little example of that one, and it's kind of near the end of the movie, and um, you know they've been showing these characters, and so you're you're kind of. You're, you're kind of going in this thing like, okay, it's a documentary, and they're just kind of interviewing these people. But obviously it was very strategic who they interviewed and how they interviewed yeah. and, and how it was. They get near the end of the movie, and uh, two of them are sitting in the movie theater. And they're <laughs> the only two people in the movie theater. And the one guy goes, hey, what are you doing here? He's like, hey, I'm being recorded for a movie. And the other one's like, so am I. <laughs> it was just, it was so quiet and, and unassuming, the humor. Yeah. It was just so beautiful. You could laugh with them and enjoy the whole quiet piece there that was happening, right? Yeah. So. And speaking of the scenery, I just thought that I, I love the use of the static shots where they just let the camera, just left it in one place. The camera didn't move at all, and they just let the action play out without any movement from the camera at all. Yeah. It was just tremendous as you saw people kind of just come in and out of frame. Oh, no, the pig, man. The, the pig. pig. Yes, the pig. pig. The pig made many appearances. Yeah. If you Okay, so everybody should really see this. I don't know if it's going to... Like, it's interesting. It was made in 2018, and then the Globe... Yeah. We saw it at the Globe Cinema, so shout out to our buddies at the Globe. Yeah, um, for bringing this in. I mean, wow. It was, it was a surprise, and, yeah. you know... <laughs> It kind of made me feel a little bit guilty because uh, there was a film playing there last week that I really wanted to see, and now I didn't get to see it. So, because yeah. um, seeing some of this stuff in the theater is the best way to see it, because uh, especially if shot like this, right? Uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna give this one a big mondo. Yeah, this is a very, very, very good doc. Total mondo. Yeah, good. Um, all right. Well, I think that's up for that one. Uh, definitely, everybody should check it out. Very short. It's probably gonna come on some streamings here shortly, but. Uh, yeah, well, well worth a look and, and be ready to be uh, surprised by all its glory. Yeah, and you know what? It doesn't take that much of your time. It's only about an hour long. Yeah, so exactly. You know, if you got an hour to kill, this is a good way to do it. Yeah, not a big commitment. All right, well, I guess that brings us on to uh, uh, the <laughs> call of the wild. Yeah, so okay, can I just guess before you go in to talk about this? Yep. Was this basically Harrison Ford bumbling around on a soundstage chasing a CGI wolf kind of yeah, yeah that's pretty much that's it. pretty much what so, i predicted so i just want to open this with you know what just read the book yes <laughs> okay <laughs> or just, the original movie just re- <laughs> even the original movie doesn't do justice to the to the actual book I, 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 honestly no cinematic presentation can possibly do justice to the book it just it just can't happen it just doesn't lend itself to, yeah. to a movie it really yeah. doesn't the f this effort was no exception it was it's a good story but in particular, anything involving the animals was very distracting. Um, I were, were they talking? Well, no. They, well, there was sometimes. Yeah, no, they weren't talking. But I, I applaud using CGI to create animals instead of using actual anim- animals. But the technology isn't there yet. It just isn't. I found the computer-generated buck, the, you know, the dog that's the lead actor in this movie, ultimately. Um, it just took me out of the story. Um, just me sitting there picking apart every scene involving CGI instead of enjoying the movie. The movement of the animals were, were just very unnatural. The scene involving the avalanche looked plain ridiculous. I just couldn't get past these CGI scenes, so I couldn't sit back and enjoy what's you know what is a very good story. 
the CGI in this movie just just makes me rage. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got. I'm, I'm glad I got some pleasure out of it because now I get to see you rage about this that terrible movie. Which <laughs> it's just. Uh, there's. Uh, You're speechless. This I, is this is so much rage. He's almost speechless. I really am. I don't I don't know what else to say about this movie to be honest. I I don't think you need to see it. I think you should just read the book. So the the big question is was the was the dog played by Andy Serkis? <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> Why not? He plays every other character. Yeah, the, I, I, he I plays sat, every other sat, CGI character. I sat through all the credits, but I did not notice that. <laughs> probably was. In fact, he probably played all of them. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't he, know. Cuz he even played Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, he, that he, would have been he, awesome. He Andrew may have, played, he may have as, played Harrison Ford. Actually, Circus as Harrison Ford. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's no need to go on about this movie. Just, <laughs> just avoid it. Um, it's, it's a great story. Call of the Wild's a great book. Yep, and it's, it's not, Canadian, it's not a, isn't it? Jack London movie. is Canadian, yep. wasn't he? Yeah. It's just not a good movie. Ed. Kudos Canada for writing books. Yes. Hiss to American cinema that's making oh, bad movies. Canadians read books. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's got true. nothing else to do in the winter, I guess. Yeah. And drink that and drink beer. Uh, okay, Which well, brings us to nose to tail. Oh. I so wanted to like this movie because the idea of the script sounded so good, but then there was I I couldn't think of one thing that I actually liked about this no. movie. I, I hated the lead character. Yeah, and he was, you know what? And that's okay. You can have a lead character, but it's, if you hate him, it's got to be you got to hate him in an entertaining way. It's, yeah, it was just I like just hated him. Like from day, yeah, from start of the thing, he was an asshole. Yep. Everybody ran into, and like not in a funny way like um, Gordon Ramsay is because you just laugh at him because exactly. he's so ridiculously. He, no, he was just he was just a drunk maybe asshole. That, I think that's what they were. I don't know if that's even I don't what they're going. I don't know what they were going for. You know, as we he were was watching, he was so unlikable, and I, I I didn't like any of the characters around him because they put up with him. Yeah, so they just annoyed me too. It's yeah, like, even the guy that quit. So they're in the movie. Like, his his number one guy. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a chef, right? So he's a chef, and and he's basically owns this really high end restaurant where it's all very nose to tail. And, um, you know, they bring in every day the menu is updated for what fresh ingredients they get. So every day it's different. And he brings in um, this one guy who was his, his right hand. I don't know what. Maybe it's his shoe shaft, but it's his, yeah. It's basically his, his, his right hand yeah. chef in the, in the kitchen. And he decides to quit. And even as he's quitting, it's just like, there's like no emotion in this whole no, movie. No, you shouldn't be telling him where to go. It's like, you know what, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Tough. Yeah, I was like, yeah, but you're. But he's even trying to like appease him a appease little bit. Appease him as it's he's like, quitting. Like, why? He's just like, you're Guy's an asshole. A dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was every single character. I, I didn't like any of the character development. Uh, I do like dicks in movies. Well, we talked about it last night. There was a lot oh, of yeah. There's a lot of movies where I absolutely hate the character. But you hate them, but you, you, you have some emotional involvement. Here, it's like, whatever. It's, it's, I was meaning more bad. that we talked a lot about wieners last week. But um, I also like dicks in movies when they're, when they're played well. I don't well. remember talking about wieners at all with you. You always forget about wieners. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, so but dicks, like... They, they, they are really, if they're really well done, they can play a really good antagonist yeah. or they can be that redeeming protagonist that you say and you say, okay, he's a dick, he gets redeemed. But every single way along this path, even halfway through the movie, I think we were, I heard you yeah. like sighing every five minutes. Oh, I was, like, I was You're ruining this in, terrible movie for me. I was <laughs> sinking into my chair. I was trying to just, I didn't even want to watch. Yeah. Uh, this would have been the movie that you could have walked out of. I... <laughs> 
I would never do that, but yeah. And you know what? This oh. is getting a lot of buzz. I, I got. I don't want to even go read anything about it. It's this is getting a, buzz. Yeah, it's getting a buzz. Yeah. Oh. Um. So uh, this is a hard, heavy duty rage for me. You know what I'm gonna say? I would not or... subject anybody to this. No, do not go to this movie. And I, I won't. I, it's not good. Rage, rage, <laughs> rage. <laughs> Sounds like you're crying with rage. I am crying. <laughs> it was painful. All right. Now, I don't know. You told me that you saw this, but this, okay. did you stream this or is this actually? Well, let's, it, this is actually going to tie into my uh, rage this week. Okay. So let's just pretend I went to see it in the theaters, which I didn't. Okay. Uh, I had to find it any way I could because... You can't find it anywhere in Canada. But why Just, did you watch this movie? Uh, because I wanted to see it. I, I had, had you heard I, about it? I had heard about it, and I'm and I'm becoming a very big f uh, fan of of uh, Zoe Deutsch. Oh, yeah. I think she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so everything she's in, I, I kind of want to see right now, and there is no way for me to see it. So so how did you as see I say, this? I've ended up finding it and watching it secretly, and yes. it's buffaloed. Buffaloed. And as I say, we're, we'll just touch on the movie now, and then we'll touch on why I'm raging later. But um, <laughs> Buffalo, yeah, uh, really kind of a kind of an interesting movie too, because it kind of uh, uh, set in the uh, uh, as a debt collecting um, organization, kind of in the background of what. Well, it's the basis of the story, really, about these guys that you know are debt collecting and preying on these people that really. Yeah, and sometimes uh, billing them twice if they're older oh, wow. and things like that. Just wow. terrible stuff. Um, but in in a comedy. Um, so Okay, yeah, that sounds funny. Let's screw and, over and the old people. And honestly, it had some very funny bits. Um, Zoe Deutsch is, is just very good as always. Um, the story was, it was interesting. It was entertaining. Um, I really thought this was actually going to be a Mondo as I was watching it. But then, you know, as things tend to happen... Uh, and Seriously, the, the, the ending, the ending really, caused you the to rage. The ending killed it for me. It was it wasn't based in reality at all. So I just I, you know, the whole movie was sort of based in reality, and then it, I don't know, I just I couldn't connect the dots at the end. Aliens like, landed. Well, no, but it just it was just so convoluted and ridiculous. Um, ha having said that, it, it, it was still an entertaining romp, and it definitely had some laughs. But most importantly, it continued to establish Zoe Deutsch as just a comedic pre presence. Um. For those of you that don't know her, um, this will probably uh, ring a bell with you. She's probably most recently remembered from Zombieland Double Tap, Double Tap as Madison. Yeah. Um, perhaps the funniest performance of last year. Like, yep. really, she might have been the funniest thing that had happened on, on screen yep. for the, uh, the entire 2019. Um, I continue to look forward to what she's going to do next, but this movie was ultimately meh. There we go. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm glad to, you told me I might actually see it just because I, sometimes I like convoluted, so maybe I'll like it better than you when it comes out. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? So what's coming out this week? What is coming out this week? Well, the movie that was on one of your top, I think your top five expected to see this year. I was really looking forward to The Invisible Man. And I've actually, I think I've talked about this movie that hasn't come out yet. It's probably twice before on our podcasts in the 
Building buzz, baby. Yeah. Building buzz, baby. Um, you know, and honestly, I'll, I'll just keep it short because I've talked about it before. I'm I'm really just looking forward to seeing Elizabeth Moss's performance. I'm becoming an Elizabeth Moss fan. Finally. Um, she's, she's fantastic in everything. As Duh. I say, she, she turned me on with that Her Smell. A lot of people didn't oh, like yeah. that movie for some reason, which I don't get, but just... Yeah, I don't, crazy I, I people. Don't, they're totally crazy people. There's a scene in that movie that almost... I almost formed a tear. It was so close. Wow. So close. That's tough for you. Because you have no soul. I have no soul. We've established that in <laughs> previous podcasts. Uh, but yeah. I'm thinking that this invisible... And I know it's a remake. And I'm totally against remakes. But is it a remake? It's kind but of a reboot. It's kind it? of... Well, it is a reboot, I would say. What do you um, think, Mer? Pretty much this. Either, either or. Either, either or. Same thing. Get off the fence, but man. It's, like, it's not a sequel, that's for sure. It's like the yeah. original um, Invisible Man, was he evil? Uh, he wasn't evil. Yeah, he was a little. He wasn't uh, like you're talking like the 1930s of Invisible Man. Yeah. I, the whole thing that became, yeah, a little bit. If, I did. I watched it a couple of years ago. Okay, so yeah, I'm just reading sure. the original 1933 is... A scientist finds a way to of becoming invisible, but in doing so, he becomes murderously insane. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I get the opinion this guy was murderously insane before well, he. Yeah, he was a this. dick before. Well, if it was anything like Hollow Man, basically it was the technology or the suit or whatever that turns them evil. Yeah, but that's not the case here. He seems like a. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the new one, he was a dick to begin with. Yeah. So after just searching it quickly, mm-hmm. um, now I don't know. There's there's the Hollow Man, obviously, yeah. which might be related to it. Kevin Bacon. Uh, yeah, Mr. Bacon. Bacon himself. And then there, other than that, there was an Invisible Man in 2012. No. So so this is kind of like that for a 1933 to be remade now, I maybe might give it some slack. Yeah. Like anything that's been remade in the last 50 years, I would say no. Yeah. But like if it's 1933, that's a long time. And it's going to be like technologically hopefully brilliant because it looks pretty good from the trailer it does maybe maybe too good though maybe or not even too good but it seems like maybe they're just showing a little too much in the trailers which it's not cool can be bad yeah real I, bad you know what I'm saying? i kind of feel like i've seen the movie already yeah <laughs> <laughs> they didn't leap too yeah, much to the imagination, imagination is like, i'm hoping that when i actually watch it i'm like mistaken maybe they've misled me a little bit yeah there's a big surprises yeah, we're not aware of yeah because yeah there's a whole like you could pretty much fill in the blanks in that trailer <laughs> yeah, i was like okay now i know what happens yeah i pretty much know so as I say, you know, I think this is the Invisible Man movie I've been waiting for. And All your life. We'll find out this weekend because I'll definitely be seeing it. Yep, we will. I'm uh, thinking Friday. Uh, blow the man down. We're going to go. Well, I guess you guys can't go, but I'm going to go to see this off the cuff. I want to go. I want to go bad. But I know. Some of us have to work. I may or may not. I don't know. Yet. Well, we'll see. The working man can it do it. Working. Number 11. Um, I kind of want to see this. Um... Blow the Man Down. I don't know if it's come out in theaters anywhere else yet. I know it played, I think, Tribeca and a couple yeah. other big yeah, film fests. Yeah, fest. um, No, for those of you who are listening that are from Calgary and Alberta, uh, CUF, Calgary Underground Film Fest, is a, um, 
they do sort of their festival in April and then they do another one in November, the uh, documentary. And then they kind of do these things called Off the Cuff, which are just, and they've done, awesome. they've been, they're doing a lot they've of been them nailing now. it. Like yeah. everyone's been selling out. Like they've been yeah. selling out and they've been good. Guns Akimbo was Guns fantastic. Guns Akimbo was fantastic. Yeah. And then, um, uh, the color uh, of color, t- of space, color of space, which yeah. was also brilliant. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the the crew at Cuff, who uh, I'm, if they're programming, I'm a huge, it's usually, huge fan. Well, it's you're you're, you're kind of part of that crew. I am kind of the crew. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but uh, we both are. Thank you very much. Yeah, but I don't get to pick the I don't get to pick no, these off the cuff. We don't do the programming. No, no. Um, so yeah, uh, the premise of it: Mary Beth and Priscilla Conley attempt to cover up a gruesome run in with a dangerous man to conceal their crime. The sisters must go deep into the criminal underbelly of their hometown, which looks like a little small town of like five people. So (laughs) (laughs) to think that there's an underbelly of crime with, you know, it's very small town. I'm kind of excited to see what happens. There you go. Stars a bunch of good people. Uh, It's it's directed by Bridget Savage. So not familiar. I'm, you know what? I'm starting to really dig a lot of the new, um, female directors that are coming out and just really um, showing just a different sensibility to some of the films. I like suspenses that are done by by female directors a lot of times more than uh, the male directors. So this is I'm excited for this. Cool. I hope to be mondoing it like mental next week. Well, well, off the cuff has been pretty much a mondo fest so far. Yeah. All right. Well, we got streaming. Last week was a slow week, man. It was a slow week. Yeah. It's for me. Hold Wait, on. Sorry, what time is it again? It's streaming time. Streaming time. Streaming. Motherfucking streaming. Streaming, streaming. So, last week for me was a shorts week, and only because I didn't find enough time any night to watch a full feature movie. Uh, so, yeah, I, was, I did some shorts. I, You know, we talked last week about, because um, I think we saw, we've been seeing a just last week we saw a short, or we see a couple weeks back to back. Uh, no, it was just last week. Yeah, so it was kind of fun. I know you hated the movie that I took made you watch, it was so but bad. it wasn't bad. It was it fun. Was, it wasn't fun. It was fun. So here's the thing about shorts. I'm a huge fan of shorts, as you guys know. I do work with Kaf on the shorts program, and I I was aware of that. Um, so I I, I like little bits of information. To me, a good measurement of a good um, short is that it gets across the point really quickly but yet still develops the characters enough that you can have an emotional attachment to them. And so, you know, even a film that can be like five minutes long, if you can get to know that character in five minutes, they, they, I, I like it. I like the fact that you can do that, but I like them to have a concise story. I don't want it to be like this, this short ended. And then I'm just like, what? This is like, it. this is just like the first five minutes of a movie and you're calling it a short? Because mm-hmm. you didn't have enough budget? Like, write an ending, people. There you go. Oh, you're not, it's not worth it. Uh, so, I saw The Whistler. I also watched that. Oh, did you? Okay, then. Uh, it's on Shutter. It was on Shutter. And what'd you think? Meh. Yeah, meh. <laughs> that was meh. Yeah. Um, so this one, you know what? I think the reason it was so meh, I thought it was pretty well done. Again, it was a female uh, director that did this one. Yeah. But, um... It's just like the story's been told so many times. Yeah. It's kind of like okay, I could predict everything that was going to happen. It wasn't original. It was just yeah. So you know, it's if you like that non-original, you know, like uh, your your little sister gets kidnapped and gets dragged into the woods and disappears type movie, which has pretty much done a hundred million times. 
then you should watch it. But, uh, you know, the thing that I want to get across is people should go and start watching some of these shorts because oh, there's absolutely. some good stuff, right? I mean, you got a couple minutes. Just search shorts in the in the search engines of, like, Shutter, uh, Amazon, or, um, sometimes, or Netflix. Sometimes you don't have time to sit down for two hours. Exactly. You but say, if you got time for, like, 15 minutes, I want to ingest in something quick. Yep. Uh, Ovum. Did you get a chance to see this one? I saw Ovum. Okay. Well, I actually got up this morning, and, you know, I do get up at about 5.30 a.m., so... At about 5.45, I decided, you know what? I should see if I can check out Ovum. When what? most people are thinking about eggs, you decided to watch Ovum. Uh, yep, did indeed. <laughs> so what do you think of this one? Meh. Yes. <laughs> it was also a meh for me. I so wanted it to like it more because it had so much potential. But it then... started out and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah. And uh, by the end, I'm like, eh, That's it was okay. okay. It was okay. Yeah, and you know what's funny about it is that um, as soon as it, it's basically, I think it's only about eleven minutes, but um, I think yeah, but yeah, yeah about eleven. Like um, and it's interesting because this guy, just he's a fisherman. Yep. First off, uh, as he's he's, I don't want to go into everything about it because it is short. But um, <laughs> wouldn't the, take long. <laughs> it would take me seven minutes to explain <laughs> the whole. But so he finds this giant egg on the on the beach because he's a fisherman. Um, which he's fishing in a way that I didn't think was physically possible, but that's just me. Whatevs. Um, yeah, whatevs. I wasn't just go with it. it. Yeah, just go with it. Uh, and I think it was Spanish, right? So I think it was a Spanish film. But he didn't speak anything, but I think it's a Spanish director. Yeah, I think it was. Done in Spain. Yeah. Um, so he finds this egg, and as soon as, as soon as he finds it, my wife's going, it's a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> did she really? Yeah, she did. Wow. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's a mermaid. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? about? This mermaid? I don't know. What's up? Has she's she like, seen she's, it before? No. She was just like, she was like, it's uh, a mermaid. There's an egg on the beach. Gotta be what a else, mermaid. What's it going to be? It's not an alien. It doesn't look like an alien egg. So, huh. so by the time it got there, I, like, I, I didn't make that instant connection. <laughs> I, now I feel dumb. Yeah, well, I can't argue with that sometimes yeah well my, my wife is brilliant sometimes there so you there, go. there you go uh so yeah i don't know it's worth a see because it's kind of fun it's a little bit fun but it's just a man yeah uh heroin or heroin heroin or heroin heroin e yeah heroin e <laughs> yeah obviously heroin spelt in two ways uh one is a hero heroin and the other is heroin didn't get a chance to see it unfortunately you know, I like this one. Um, yeah. There was some buzz. It's an older one. It's 2017. Well, it's super old. 2017. Yeah. It's a doc about these three women. And I think what I liked about it the most is the inspiration that this movie provided for this very small town that has one of the highest uh, death rates for fentanyl and um, drugs in right. America. So you really got to see, and it was um, maybe a little longer, maybe 23 minutes or so. It's on Netflix. And... Um, it has this uh, firefighter who is like, she's the head of firefighting for the town. Right. Um, Quite often they're like first on. The yeah. Yeah. So she, she was out actually trying to get those packs out for people when they were overdosing on the fentanyl to get them to the other fire halls. And, yeah. and then they had this judge. She was, she was brilliant. So they actually have a court that like, it was such an interesting concept to me. And I don't know if we have that. I'm being this, I'm not a, IV drug user. I don't know all the stuff we have here for it. But uh, so any listeners, if you have, make sure you let us some know. Let us know where we can get drugs and, and stuff like that. I don't know. No. But so there's this judge. That what are you talking these about? These people who are constantly charged with drug charges, they have an actual court. And it's the same judge all the time. And she, she's like this 
like she's not like Judge Judy at all. Like there's no anger <laughs> in her voice. God. She's the sweetest, nicest, kindest. She's like their mom. And she's just like, well, you know, you're, um, you're, you know, we found you, you did this. And so, um, we're going to have to send you to jail, but only for six months. And when you come back out, you come back into the program. So I, I kind of wanted to know more about the programs that they had, but you know, the, <clears throat> we've had, Canada's been hit with some huge issues with fentanyl and Absolutely. car fentanyl yep. even later. Um, but this, this show, uh, I really liked it. I, it would be a Mondo for me. I think people should see it. It's a short, it did have a bit of buzz. Uh, it might've been nominated in the 2017 short, uh, docs, but I think I might've read that, but I was doing lots of research, so I might be passed it by. So anybody's listening can correct me or whatever, but, uh, yeah, hero, heroin, heroin, uh, heroin knee. <laughs> That's worth a look. Cool. Uh, El Gigante. El Gigante. El Gigante. El Gigante. El Gigante. Say it right. El Gigante. Or don't say it at all. El Gigante. El Gigante. El Gigante. That's close enough. Gigante. 2014 short shutter. Did you get a chance to check this baby yet? Okay. Well, I tried to watch it. Yes. And uh, about, I don't know, four minutes in, I fell asleep. <laughs> so then... I woke up and it was over. So I went back to the beginning and I tried to watch it again. And it put you to sleep again. And I fell asleep again. So I am going to try to watch this. Maybe (laughs) not right before bed one of these days. Yeah, maybe when you're awake and alert. Watch it. It seemed actually kind of cool until I fell asleep a couple of times. So yeah, it, you know what? It, it's a meh for me. Yeah. Um, only because I really like where the story was going, but um, you'll you'll notice it when you're watching it that it starts out with a really cool concept. This guy um, yeah. wants to go to the you know into the U.S. to get a life for his family, like a lot of yeah. uh, Mexican immigrants, and it's obviously a 2014 film. And then it just like it has this thing where he gets kidnapped. Uh, by these kind of hills have eyes kind of people. Yeah. Was, and uh, did you get to that part before you fell asleep? Maybe like right before. I think I made it just to that part. Was this crawling this, under the fence or the, the first the fence? time? But yeah. I fell asleep well before. So the he second get, time. he gets he gets captured by these people and um and then some hijinks ensue is what I guess I'll call it. Hijinks. Yeah, but it's it's another one of those movies. To me, it was like uh, I was expecting this amazing finish, and it was just like okay, this is like. Basically, seven minutes of a movie that could have been a full movie. Right. And obviously, I think you're going to, I think you may love it up until that point because it's very Rob Zombie esque. Although, cool. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking it in not a cool way. No. But, not enough, uh, apparently, because yeah, you fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the special effects aren't that great, but the masks they wear. So yeah. they wear, you know, the in the. Mexican wrestling like world. Lucha yeah. Libre yeah. wrestling. Uh, yeah. Nacho Libre. Nacho yeah, so libre. Um, it was kind of like how it's, uh, Nacho Libre makes meets uh, Texas Chainsaw. Is really like which, which sounds awesome. That's I a, know, that's right? an awesome description. But it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of creepy. Like their, fa- their masks that they wear, like probably some of the best masks I've seen, but then the special effects were some of the worst special effects I've ever seen when they go to... Oh, well, now I'm really looking forward to it, yeah. actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see what you tell us next week on this one. I tell you. Hopefully uh, I can make it through it. I will say, though, when I did fall asleep the second time, I slept sound right until 5.30 a.m. the next day, which what? is... Didn't wake up one time. So, wow. So, so maybe this maybe mo- this movie is just what I... You know, yeah, if maybe I'm this- a little insomnia, I put it on, boom, out. You're like... Boom, baby. I'm nice. out. 
yeah, so I guess that's it uh, for stream. Unless you did you stream something else? Nah, let's move on. I I might have. I, I you can't remember yesterday. Yeah. What's know. gone? Where's your brain gone? I don't know. I used to be smart. There was a time you you would have really liked me when I was smart. I mean, I know you really like me now, but I would have liked you just ten times better. Well. Well, you're, you you would have had a different uh, respect for. You me, might have made my eleven list before, but yeah, now, now you're I'm, just starting at an eight. Yeah, now I'm like an eight, <laughs> maybe a seven and a half. <laughs> but I'm okay with maybe that. Maybe you'll get back there. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, no, I'm I'm basically getting progressively dumber every day. I'm I'm, I'm three four years <laughs> Aren't away we from all? someone having to feed me. I'll just be drooling on myself. But whatever. <laughs> Well, it might happen later today, especially if he falls asleep during El Gigante. El Gigante. El Gigante. Say it right, man. Me and Murray will, uh, you know, peanut butter butter on his face or something, then dress him up nice. Don't know what that means. You know what time it is? Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. So this one, actually, my rage this week is inspired by my buddy Tim. So, Tim, hopefully you're listening this week. Uh, Tim has a... uh, He's a screenwriter, and uh, he has a screenwriter podcast that he started up. So, uh, kudos, Tim. Uh, Keep it going, brother. Uh, But, you know, we complain a lot about directors. We complain a lot about actors um, because they're kind of the face of what we see. I mean, we see basically from the direction. But you can totally destroy a script just by having a terrible writer and we've talked about this in the past right where you've got um like uh uh, i've said to you like you know how was that movie so-and-so was oh for example the um adam driver was in that movie that was streaming on amazon oh yeah the the, whatever uh the report yeah the report and i asked you i said could you not even save this says nothing could save this movie because i'm sure it was the script like if the script is bad but i guess that's what kind of makes me the most angry is that why can't like can't someone proofread this like especially when you get big a-list actors you got to think that they're actually reading these scripts before they put their name behind it one would think so i mean the 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 uh, the writers and i'm glad they get a lot of profile in some of the award shows which i'd hate anyway but like you get to sort of see um and and go to the yeah this person's now i want to start focusing more on looking for some undoubted and well i obviously can't mesmerize by a script <laughs> well, you could be i guess but i'd like to see, try and find some undoubted script writers okay. or or um authors not so much obviously you can't it's they, they get credit because obviously they wrote a good book but sometimes that doesn't translate and vice versa right we've seen that multiple times how many stephen king movies back in the 70s and 80s were terrible quite a few yeah so i mean <laughs> and some of them he's actually direct. <laughs> a few he's actually been in. Oh yeah, but those are always good because yeah, he's so cheesy. He's awesome. And Stephen everything, King, everything. Acting, if, if Stephen King's on screen, I want to see it. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, he's like on a. He's like a. You're glued to the set because he's so bad. It's like Quentin Tarantino because he's such a terrible actor. Yes. That it's kind of like when you see him, you're kind of like, okay, Whatever. you're either you're Tarantino's either ruining awesome. you're either ruining this movie so badly. Not at all. Ever. Oh, I'm sorry, Desperado. Oh, yes. he was great. I will agree with that one. Yeah, when he got killed in the bathroom, that was my, the favorite moment of Best my life. Best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I had put in order, you know, when my two daughters were born, when my wife and I got married, and then number four was when Quentin Tarantino was killed, killed. in the bathroom. 
Well, he also got killed in uh, Reservoir Dogs, too. Yeah, and he also got killed in um, the one... um, He survived in Pulp Fiction, though. Yeah, um, no. That's true. No, he got killed in... um, Well, he... Yeah. Uh, What's the... um, the vampire one in Mexico. That was oh, from Desperado. Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn, yeah. Oh, he got killed in that, which was yeah. great, too. Like, I mean, anytime I see him dead, is kind of makes me happy. But, uh, yeah, sorry, You're I got sidetracked. Yeah, I got side- Well, he is also a writer, right? The ran- and, yeah, the man and, can write his But he's, a, he's an excellent writer. No, he's not. That yes, is he true. is. Hey, this yes, is my is. rage, and Go he ahead. makes me so angry. I don't know especially, why. Especially, well, because that he can't write an original script anymore. And half the shit he spews out of his mouth is just babble. It's like... If you just wanted to sit in a room and babble for five hours, we could. It's like that comment about a thousand monkeys typing for a thousand days is going to write a the Bible or a novel or something. They're going to write something important. That's how I feel what? about. That's how I feel about Quentin Tarantino's writing. It's, that, it's like it's like okay, monkeys, <laughs> I want you to write this script for me. Wait, I want you to read all my other scripts first, and then I want you to write this script. It's I don't want it to be different. I just want it to be culturally different. Or I maybe want to, you know what? We had men, women. You know who ha- he hasn't written a story about about how men have been abashed in the tw- 2020s. Maybe he won't make another terrible period piece, and he'll actually make a movie that's original. Oh no, he's just probably just going to do his own same thing. Quentin Tarantino is a treasure. Well, he was a treasure. I agree. He was a treasure. Yeah, thank you. I I did I deserve that applause for that rant. It was so, not for you. For you. So the yeah. script. to my point a script can kill a movie that's true just as easily as a director or a really bad actor so uh i'm gonna do some more digging and anybody that's listening that has some favorite script writers you want us to check out and remind us of how fantastic they are like um uh what was the oh my god my brain is fried i must be as dumb as you these days Um, (laughs) tough to do my friend no no the um the witch one we saw not the witch but the gretel and hansel oh yeah amazing scripts like the script was so brilliant that like they could have just put a bunch of monkeys on stage typing in typewriters i still would have enjoyed it if they actually spoke the words that there was written in there yeah it was so good like those are the type of things that just blow your mind so yeah People, help us out if you're listening. Let us know some of your favorite writers. Timmy, if you're listening, let us know who your favorite writers are these days, buddy. That's it for me this week. You want to jump on that bandwagon or just go? Nah, nah, whatever. You like, you like bad scripts, I know. I you do. Like, you like I'd, Quentin Tarantino. I so. enjoy cheesy movies, and they're all badly written. So Yeah, but that's <laughs> that's intentional. Not always. <laughs> Tarantino's right. awesome. No, he sucks balls. Um, all right, what you got, buddy? Well, mine's pretty simple. Can we please get more choices in my local cinema? I am tired of looking forward to a release only to find out that it's not going to play anywhere near me. Sometimes the only way to see a release is to find it somewhere online, which is not what I want to do. I want to watch it in my local theater and enjoy it on the big screen as it was meant to be seen. There are so many films that get fairly widespread releases in North America, but somehow Calgary doesn't get these films. Sometimes all of Canada don't get these films. Recently, we had Uncut Gems get a wide release in the USA, but very limited release in Canada. It finally had enough award season buzz that it played on one screen in Calgary. But if it weren't for that buzz at the discount theater, exactly, although they did charge us 10 bucks. Still Um, discount. But if it weren't for that buzz, we it wouldn't have played here. Um, 
and it took over a month to finally show up on that one screen. This is not acceptable. Uh, another example is a movie I reviewed this week, Buffaloed. It has been out since February 14th in the US. We still don't even have a release date here in Canada. At one cinema in Calgary currently, we have Sonic the Hedgehog playing on two screens and Harley Quinn's playing on three screens. I guarantee they're not selling these out. I guarantee they're not selling these screenings out. So why not have some variety? I remember almost 20 years ago, looking forward to seeing Moonlight Miles starring Susan Sarandon, Dustin Hoffman, and Jake Gyllenhaal. I waited and I waited and it never came out. They even had the poster up saying it was coming soon to my local oh, cinema. Oh. I finally got to rent it about a year later. By the way, it kind of sucked, but that's besides <laughs> the point. This has been going on for years and years and years. And I just can't take it anymore. So I got an idea. Yes. Invest in your own little tiny mini theater. Well, maybe that's what we it's can bring come in to. some good stuff. And I will run it for you. There we there go. go. Murray, I'll run it. So please give me the variety I crave. We don't need any more of the same crap playing on in, in every single theater on multiple screens. That is my rage. Deal with it. Well, no, I'm I'm on board with that rage actually because guess what? If we wouldn't have, if Sif wouldn't have brought in Beanpole, we never would have got to see that. No. And that could be possibly my favorite movie of this year. Yeah, it was so good. Um, and and uh, to your point, if we didn't randomly know, I think it was through our buddy Cam told us that Mandy was playing one weekend at the Eau Claire. It was like yeah. there was no publicity it about it. Yeah. We wouldn't one, have got to see that in theaters. One theater in yeah. the whole city. Yeah, yeah. and the, but it was it's it was so Eau Claire. Wrong. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe I mean we've kind of said this. Uh, and I've bashed the U.S. a little bit about some of their Americana films that I don't really want to see. Um, but maybe well, Calgary's we, we, one of these. We get all those, though. Yeah, we get all those. But, you know, maybe in Calgary here, people are just too mainstream, man. Like, it's not just Calgary, though. I mean, when you when you scan, like, I, I literally looked to see if Buffalo was playing anywhere in Canada. And guess what? It's not. Hmm. Not in one theater in all Maybe we got to start talking to the production houses. Because this should have played... I mean, it should be able to play Toronto or Montreal. You would think. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't I, know. Maybe I they... Because you didn't give it a rave review, so... <laughs> maybe well, someone saw it. Well, that's went, true. It, you know what? It's... It's... It was it was good, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was just man. I don't yeah. Know. So, so okay. So it sounds it's like so far ending, every movie that you've talked about that you were upset because didn't come to the theaters oh, were actually not really that good. We're missing much. Well, right other, other than Uncut Gems, which only got here because but of the it still buzz. did. Yeah, it got someone here found it here. Someone, yeah, well, so, only, only because of and the buzz. we got Gretel and Hansel though, which only played one weekend and then it was out, right? So yeah, but it it got a mainstream release all across. Yeah, I know, but I guess what I'm saying is. As much as we want to bash, okay. So here's maybe I'm going to curtail your rage to say okay, we only rage. want to see good movies. No, I want to see everything. Just no, bring I don't it want, on. I don't want to see anything that makes me go meh. I want to see stuff that makes me rage. I want to see stuff that makes me go meh. I just want it all. I want to have the choice. I want experience. Just let me let me have some choice. I don't want to go to the multiplex and they've got 13 or 14 freaking screens and they're only showing four movies. It's ridiculous. Why is Sonic on 67 screens and Harley Quinn on 12? And just, the better question there is why is Sonic playing at all? 
thought is a good quote because it's the number one movie in North America. I actually had someone stop me, like who knows that I do a podcast, and they're like, "Hey, so I was thinking about going San Sonic." And oh I was my like, god! And I was like, I was like, I'm like, I looked them in the dead, cold, dead eyes. You slapped them, and I said, "If you see that movie, I will hate you." <laughs> <laughs> and they just and went, I'm not kidding. And they went, "What?" And they're like. You cannot give that movie any more money. No. That means they'll make feel, a second I one. I feel guilty that I gave it some money. Yeah. I, I, I think if someone bought my ticket, I'd still feel guilty. Oh, man. <laughs> well, right. that was a fantastic rage, buddy. All right. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse. Slowing. Finger fading. Merman Minute, baby. Yep. What's on your mind, Mer? Oh, lots of stuff's on my mind. I know. I love the Merman music. Yeah, baby. Alrighty. Well, this week, I'm actually talking about the Oscars. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's his joke every, every week. Every now. week. Same joke. Still makes us laugh. <laughs> no, this week I'm talking about the unnecessary cinematic upgrades over the last oh, 10 years. Tell us so. more. What do you mean, Mer? Preach, brother. Preach. Stand up. <laughs> Well, 3D goes all the way back to the 1890s, actually. That's when it was invented. But it wasn't Why? used a whole lot. Well, <laughs> it was just a guy invented it way back then. And, and didn't get it right then? It's not first, still not right. First feature film was actually uh, Power of Love in 1922. Uh, but back then, Isn't they that actually... a Huey Lewis in the News song? No. It, it actually too. is, yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, it, it, it didn't... They weren't a lot of 3D movies. It was like a, you know, a spectacle. A kind fad? Of yeah, then the fifties it kind of came along, and there were you know, the, with, the, with the with the with the the plastic uh, glasses with the one yeah, red the red white, and the blue with the white with the white oh, there's so it makes good pictures that used though. to get in like a box of cereal. I remember that when I was Leonard younger. probably creams his jeans on those pictures. <laughs> there you sees, go. sees the white glasses. Uh, and then eventually, three D films were abandoned by theaters, and then a lot of theme parks started doing it. You know, like the four D experience, which is okay yeah. for like ten minutes. But, you know, then it died again. And then, of course, Avatar came along. Avatar. And it blew up again with the 3D. And and then, eventually, it, they had a few documentaries and stuff, and eventually it died out again. Uh, audience have kind of became jaded because there were a lot of fake 3D films that were turned out over the last decade or so. Jaws 3D. Because uh, the ticket sales were disappointing because they weren't, like, really 3D. Uh, the ticket prices were higher, and they weren't ready to pay pay the extra money. Well, then it died out. Then they came up with something new. Then you got AVX, which is basically it's sound. It's just bigger speakers. For that, they charge an extra three bucks. Like really? Yeah, I can't even really tell the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't either. And then after that, they came up with something called D Box, which is the same. Goes back to those theme park things. Yeah, it's it's a rumble seat. Yeah. It moves when the movie moves. Does it spray you with like? Oh no, it doesn't have that. But it's like I, I went to Universal Florida and did a Shrek ride. It was okay, but uh, Shrek I mean, ride. It, yeah, it was like Shrek in 4D, and it, like they moved around. Did the rumbling stuff. shake your balls enough to make yeah. you excited? Almost. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, I mean it's good for like 10, 15 minutes. But you really want to watch a two-hour movie where the seat moves that much? Like you're gonna get nauseous and like throw up all over the guy in front of you. Not cool. So, that sounds like a plus. Once again, no. not worth the price. And of course, IMAX, which IMAX is good, but IMAX there aren't, there aren't, aren't, aren't that many 
real IMAX movies. Nope. Most of them are just blown up from 35 to 70, and they Not call cool. it IMAX. Although I wish I would have seen 1917 in IMAX. That would have been that cool. That is true. And brings me to my final point. I actually had a chance to check out the latest advance. Latest and greatest. What is it, Murr? Lay it on us. It's called Screen X. What it's the hell is that? O- it's only playing in a select theaters across Canada. Uh, we have one here, which is in one of the ones with a C word that Jim doesn't want to mention. Oh, do not swear in front but, of me, um, fuckers. It's actually a 270-degree panoramic screen. What? So, you, so you've, you've got the main screen, which is an IMAX uh, screen, and they have projectors inside the theater, which project against the side walls, which make actually panoramic. So it's, you have an entire, you're immersed in the film. That's mm. crazy. Now, I had to go see Harley Quinn a second time because that's what was playing. Um, it's also quite expensive. It's like 20 bucks. 20 but bucks. I went on Cheap Tuesday, so it wasn't too bad. So it was What's 19 cheap bucks. Cheap Tuesday was 13. <laughs> well, thir- okay. I, I could dig in Which is the regular ticket price any other day of the week. So, so True was that. it worth it? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, did it make the movie better? Yeah. Is it necessary? No, probably not. Yeah. But I mean, it was an experience. But I wouldn't do it for like every movie that comes out. Yeah. But it's like once in a while, yeah, it's a nice treat. And if you go on Tuesday when it's cheaper, yeah, it's the same. It's worth as, it. And yeah, it's not 3D or nothing. It's just just a big screen. And I enjoyed it. If they show Little Women on that, then I'll, I'll go <laughs> see Little Women. But they got to show it, you know, yeah. all, all surrounded. Yeah, I, mean, for I the hate most you part... right now more than I've ever hated anyone on this planet. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so for the most part, 2D is good enough for me. I I, I go to the local film house, movie houses, and they are really old school. So, I mean, I'm fine I'm with, with you, brother. I choose not to see 3D movies now because they I it's still shitty. To. It's yeah. still really they're, shitty. They're, they're a waste of money. Well, as I, I think I had a rage once upon a time that... that you know, in one year, they actually shot like two movies in actual like 3D. In actual real 3D. I, I still dream about that rage at yes. night. That was a good rage. That was a good rage. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Ah, Mer, right you're on. the best. All right. Well, this week, uh, I don't know if we have any. And I had made some notes uh, because... I've been pulling all my weight, and YouTube pud pullers oh, whatever. haven't I... done your own. Well, because most of the people that I would put on a dial list, you guys would shoot down in you three have se- two to, seconds. You have to. You got to put it research. out there, man. You got to put, put it out, out there. there. You don't know that. No. You don't know. If you said Christopher Reeve, you'd probably be right. We would shoot it down. Yeah. But if you might rest in peace, thank but you, you. rest but, in peace. But you do need to take a look and look at what they their last. You know, they got to right. be eight in a row. If you look at their filmography, the last eight, if they're good, there you go. They might have a chance. So between you two bobbleheads, did anyone come up with a mesmerized or an undoubted this week? Uh, I'm not a no, bobblehead. I wasn't told to. Yes, you were. Yes, you when, were. When were I told? Was I told two that? days ago? Read your two emails. Two days ago when man. I was working. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. It was there for you to read. Exactly. Well, what you got, baby? It sounds like you. Oh, Bryce I came prepared. Oh, once. I got something. <laughs> Did you make a spreadsheet too? Uh, no, but I've got. I've decided we're going to go all with this, and we're actually going to give his last ten movies because I believe he's done ten in a row. What? That's crazy. Let's have it. Are you ready for this? You're going to, when I say the name, you're going to go, what? Is this undoubted or is it? This first one is undoubted. Okay. Let's have the name. A tough, tough list to get on, I might add. Yeah. It's almost impossible. All right. You ready? Yep. We're ready. Paul Dano. 
Really? Paul Dano? Paul Dano. Okay, here, here's his 10 movies. I'm going to say his last 10 movies were between... We're actually mostly Mondo. I love this guy so much. All right. Are you ready? First, yep. last movie was Okia. Yeah. Mondo. Yep. Movie before that was Swiss Army Man. Mondo. Mondo. Movie before that was Youth. Meh. Meh. Movie before that, Love and Mercy. Mondo, Mondo. for me. Yeah. 12 Years a Slave. Was meh. a meh for me. Meh as well. Prisoners. Mondo for me. No. Okay, we're getting a That's funny gonna look. Have to, I'm going to have to go and think on that one. Funny look. Looper, Mondo. Ruby Sparks, Mondo. That was a Mondo. Being Flynn, meh. Meh, yeah. And, and Fort Ellen, Mondo. Cowboys and Aliens, if you go back that far, is a rage. It no, is, but that's sure. 11 movies back, man. We've got 10 in a row, in wasn't, my opinion. Wasn't okay. he in There Be Blood, too? Or is that somebody else? Yeah, he's in There Be Blood. There will be blood. Wasn't I'm pretty sure. Recently? Yeah, that was in which was Mondo. He was a kid. Was like five yeah. years ago. Oh yeah, totally. That long ago. Yeah. There will be blood was like 15, 20 years and actually, ago. Actually, he was also ago? in he was also yeah. in Night and Day, which I also loved. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I just went to okay, so, ten because ten is more than enough. Okay, but the question is, prisoners. Awesome movie. It's the only thing that could cause this not huge Jackman. If it's a man. Huge Jackman. If it's a mad, that's too mad back to back, though. Because 12 Years a Slave was a mad for me. Yeah, but uh, prisoners, you're Two mads back to back. You know the rules. You built the book. But it's I don't have paper. two root mads back to back. You don't, you you're not the only one that gets to decide who's on the undoubted fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> we have to all agree. Oh, you, so you're going to give prisoners a mad? I haven't. I have to remember because I saw it so long ago. I saw it in 2013. Yeah. So I might have to go back and see it. Okay. Well, then we'll, we're going to put them on the shelf right now. Yeah. And and I I may actually have to go back and watch 12 Years a Slave too because that was almost a rage for me also. That was almost a rage. Yeah. So back to your comment about how much you hated the best of friends. How could it be That's a how rage? much I I did not like I 12 mean, Years a Slave. I mean, it's a but it can't be a rage. I don't know, man. Really? Yeah. It could be possibly there. Oh, I thought this was like so. This was like the most surefire on the list pick that's there's a ever lot of, been. There's he's he's he's, he's not, been in a lot of awesome movies. The movies, the, yes. The man makes good choices. He's got some Mondo and Meh back to back. So sometimes there's gonna be a double man. It could just bump him out. I, I don't see the double man, but I guess. Okay, Prisoners, Twelve Years a Slave could be a man. Okay, every there's no other place you can go back to back Mans though. Is there? Uh, well, depends if we count Cowboys and Aliens. He would just be a rage. But so that's, Ellen, that's like 12 two, movies back. Just stop three, talking about four, that movie. Five, you six, say that movie seven, again, eight. I'm coming over the table eight. and smacking you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, well. <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Ow! <laughs> okay, so we're going to have to put that on the hold because I got to go back. And see prisoners. All right, he's on the as shelf. Does, as does Murr. Okay. Right. Hey, I love that you brought him forward because I do love him a he's lot. He's so good. All right, and uh, since I've got the uh, the floor here, yeah. I might as well. I'm, I'm going to give you two suggestions for mesmerize. Okay, I love it. Are you ready? First one, Sir Ben Kingsley. Are this mesmerized or undoubted? Mesmerized. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say yeah. Cool. Second one, Francis McDormand. 
Oh yeah, how oh, is she sure. not on our She's list? Almost how, yeah. How is she not on our list? How is she not? She, did she, you go back and do the research on her? Unfortunately for, for Undoubted, there is one glaring thing on her resume that cannot be removed. Oh shit! Just go ahead and look right now. We got time. Oh, do we? I don't know. We're running. <laughs> we still got a lot of stuff got, to rage yeah. about. Ah, we're fine. <laughs> it's gonna be we're, a two-hour segment go today. Over anyway. What the hell? No one's. It's our. It's our. We can do whatever it's we want. It's our podcast. We're. It's our studio. Yeah. We run over. We're not going to charge any extra. Why can I not? <laughs> oh, there. there she is. That's not her. <laughs> <laughs> this is compelling. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Be faster. I can't. <laughs> I actually can't remember the movie. That's why I'm getting you to look it up. Okay, I'm just looking at three uh, billboards. There's over. something really glaring, though. There's I know one with Brad Pitt that I don't know if you like that one. That was the. Uh, okay, so um, obviously. The one about the, uh, the, the, she's in Isle of Dogs, Three Billboards, script. Hail Caesar, which I didn't hate. I loved it. Uh, the Good Dinosaur, which is a cartoon, doesn't yeah. count. Promised Land, also good. Madagascar is not bad. Moonrise Kingdom's good. Transformers, Dark Moon. There we go. There it is. Transformers. Okay, Transformers. Transformers taking down more good people. Oh, why are they in these movies? She'd be (laughs) undoubted if it wasn't for freaking Michael Bay starting that ridiculous franchise. Yeah. Yeah. How dare him? Michael Bay's a dick. I hate his guts. Stopping people from being on the undoubted list. Yeah. He is doubted. And being. Awesome. All right, let's power into the next segment. Okay. Actually, I did come up with one undoubted for you. What? You're the best. I know, because I'm awesome that way. Yeah. Oops. That's let's me. have it. That's me again. That is you um, again. Yeah, I was just thinking about it, because I just saw a trailer for a movie I'm looking forward to based on the fact that she's in it. All right. Uh, how about Amy Adams? Mm. I'm looking back the last eight... Eight okay. or ten movies, Just, and I'm not seeing... Okay, re- reel off the eight real quick. Okay, in reverse Last order, eight. I got Vice. Uh, mm, yeah. Justice League. I... <sighs> Batman v Superman, which is basically the same movie. Yeah. Wait, 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 but they're back-to-back, and they're both... They, they, they aren't yeah. back-to-back. There's, an, there's a rival uh, in between them. Okay, Arrival's Mondo. Mondo. I like that one. Uh, Nocturnal Animals. Mondo. Yeah, it was a Mondo. Uh, that was big, a super Mondo, Big guys I've never heard of, but... Big Eyes it. was Mondo. I didn't uh, see it. Lullaby. Lullaby, I don't think I know. No. Uh, American Hustle. No, that was a rage for me. She was so awesome in that. What are you talking that about? That movie was awful. I hated it. There we go. Sorry. That's All it. Right, then. She's done. Done. <laughs> that like was quick. I said, it takes <laughs> you guys about three seconds to shoot down my undoubted. That's not your... You had a really good... I you got to keep him coming. Hey, keep him coming, I had man. almost shot his down, too, so... She will uh, always fact, be undoubted In fact, he me. still might shoot mine down. It's on the shelf. It's on the shelf. What else? We got to have We gotta have these rules. Or okay, move there's on. There's mayhem. Move on. We're moving on. I hate that segment anyway. All right. What we got, Mur? Uh, oh, we got to yeah. talk about your. You were challenged last week for Rage or Dare. Yeah. And what did you have to see, buddy? I had to see the breakup, which had two of the most unlikable characters in the history of cinema. I wanted them both to be miserable, and for the most part, they were. <laughs> Why this movie got made is beyond me. I laughed twice. One in a scene with John Michael Higgins, and once towards the end of this movie with uh, John Favreau. Um, this was a comedy. Um, it wasn't funny. It was just sad and, and not in an entertaining way. Uh, nice pick, Jim. Just what you were looking for. So that would be a rage. Rage. This is the best day of my life. Oh, uh, your turn's coming, buddy. Oh, it's true. I got to pick right now. 
Rage or dare there, Jim. Rage or dare. Hmm. You made me suffer. Now it's time for you. I'm going to go with dare this week, only because you guys talked about it and Murr liked it. So this could be a hit or miss. All right. We talked about it. Are you ready, Jim? I'm ready. Are you ready for a little Olivia Newton-John, Oh, snap. I hope it's Xanadu. It's Xanadu. It's Xanadu. Oh, baby. <laughs> you got your wish. I don't know. I'm going to find this anywhere. This uh, is buried under a rock somewhere. Oh, you'll find it. I'm sure it's <laughs> online somewhere. That's part of the part of the charm. You got you to find that movie. The soundtrack alone is going to make me rage. By the way, if I, I think I put forward a new rule. If for some reason you can't find the movie and you can't watch it, yep. you get three in a row. Why? I should be able to... That's not my fault. It can't be found. Sure is. I don't want to legally stream it. That would be Are you terrible. suggesting that I illegally stream it? I'm not suggesting that at all. Suggest it's got to be available somewhere. <laughs> you mean I have to go shopping at like... Um, yeah, you might have to CD go to your... traders or yeah, DVD traders? You can probably find your value dollar village. at Walmart. That's right. I and, I, and you can give it to me when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Add it to my collection. Oh, my God. I'm just checking out. Could be streaming I love right the now. musicals. I'm sure it's available. Right, I mean, I Anyways, know. you can look into that later. I'm already on it. I'm All looking, right, then. trying to find this pain and suffering right so away. So are we ready? We're yep. ready. For our Let's last do it. segment. R.M.M., buddy. Uh, yeah, uh, Bryce is just checking my sheet because he sent me his list about... Uh, <laughs> Oh, two minutes after I got here. That's because my email wasn't working. It yeah. really wasn't. I tried to send it last night. Likely nothing. This morning, nothing. Excuse. It's pretty weak, but You're it's pretty. Anyway, here we go. All right. Sarah Polly. That's a Mondo. Mondo. Mia Farrow. Mondo. Mondo. Craig T. Nelson. Meh. Rage. The Farrelly Brothers. Meh. Meh. Toby Hooper. Mondo. Mondo. And we got Zoe Deutsch. Mondo. Mondo. Elizabeth Moss. Mondo. Our friend Jennifer Aniston. Rage. Mm-hmm. Meh. She's been in a couple good things. Yeah, though, she has, though. So she gets okay, I'm, I'm upgrading to a meh. All right. <laughs> and Mr. Vince Vaughn. Rage. Rage. And John Favreau. Meh. Meh. And finally, we got Hugh Laurie. Um, Mondo. <laughs> We're not even sure. I can tell you his new show kind of sucks. Okay, then he's a man. Uh, Josh Gad. Rage. Yeah, I'm going Who rage. he's in it with. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis. Meh. Meh. Jeremy Renner. I'm, I'm Mondo. Mondo. I'm Jeremy Renner. And Mr. 007, Sean Connery. Mondo. Mondo. Absolutely. Yep. That was good, man. Good choice this week, people. Yeah. Got some dirt. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Thanks, uh, Ragers, for showing up. Um, We'd like to uh, thank the rest of the Film Rage crew who are not with us. That's uh, Stephanie DeRoy for social media, Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlon Photography. Uh, Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
and our new YouTube channel, which is now live. So check what? it out. We got what? a YouTube channel. That's crazy. Yeah, YouTube exists. It's there. Cool. Uh, we are always wanting your feedback. So please actually just, you know, go on any one of the social medias and send us messages. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, please also comment often. Please make us rage. Please, please make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage, rage on. on.